Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Welcome everyone to Ask Wardy. We have a great question to cover today. Thank you if you're live with me or if you're watching the replay. I appreciate you and I'm just thrilled that we're able to do this each week. It's a privilege for me to visit with you. And so we have a great question today from Sue. She says, would you please tell me how long dehydrated sprouted wheat grains last? What is the best way to store them? Since it's drier here in the winter, I would like to sprout and dehydrate a lot of grains. Thank you, Sue. That is a great question. It's a question that's near and dear to my heart too. You got my email this morning inviting you here. Um, I told you that sprouting is my near and dear friend because here's the quandary with traditional cooking. We like to prepare foods ahead of time for best nutrition and digestion. And one of those big foods that benefits the most from that is grains. So we either soak, we sprout, or we sourdough. All three of those neutralize anti-nutrients to make the grains more nutritious and digestible. Well, um, let's say you want to make cookies or muffins. Well, prior to traditional cooking, you're just like, make cookies or muffins, I'll just get my flour and my sugar and my salt and my fat and my eggs, and I'll mix them and I'll bake them, right? Well, in traditional cooking, me and others like me tell you, no, 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 no. You need to soak that or you need to sourdough it, which means a delay, right? You're not just like going to go into the kitchen and just make cookies. Well, so... That's the thing with traditional cooking. Sometimes it's not instant, but notice I said sometimes because one of the grain prep methods that we can employ is sprouting, where we take our whole grain berries, wheat, spelt, einkorn, whatever you choose, um, and you soak it, drain it, let it sprout ahead of time, then you dehydrate it, and then you have sprouted berries. It's like pre-soaking or pre-sourdough. Now, I'm not saying that soaking, sprouting, and sourdough are all the same in terms of preparation for digestion and nutrition, but I am saying they are all valid methods. And so when you sprout your grains, you're doing all that work up front, and then you have these sprouted berries or sprouted flour on hand. You can even purchase it. And so that means when you say, I want to make cookies or I want to make muffins, you just grab your sprouted flour and you can grab all the other ingredients and you can mix your batter and you can bake. You can just bake already. You don't have to wait seven or eight hours or overnight for it to sour or soak. So that is why I love sprouting. And that's why we talk about it a lot inside traditional cooking school. I'm just going to stop here for a moment and say that if you would like a free gift from me, which is an introduction to traditional cooking, be sure to grab my free videos tradcookschool.com, it's right there, um, slash free vids. And I'll give you an introduction to traditional cooking. We talk a lot more about this grain prep method I'm going over here. In the comments, the question is, do I dry the sprouts and then grind them? Yes, that's exactly what you do. You sprout your berries to like in just a little bit of a tail, and then you dry them completely, and then you mill them. Um, and grind into flour like you, you know, if you're milling at home, it's the same thing. Just you have dried, sprouted berries that you're milling instead of um, 
just the berries as they come in the bulk section. It's very simple, but they are pre-prepared for better nutrition and digestion. So Sue, like me, well, I'm assuming the reason is that she loves it so much is you you prepare the grains for better digestion, but you also have the convenience of instant cooking. And so Sue is asking, how, I want to do a bunch of them. We have a dry climate, it's, so it's really good to have sprouted grains on hand. How do I store them and how long do they last? So are we all on the same page? Is anybody else excited about having sprouted berries on hand? Um, and, and maybe in the comments you can tell me, give me a thumbs up if you keep, if you sprout, if you sprout berries and keep this, keep them on hand. Uh, Susie, does this work for oats? It works for whole oats. So yes, it does. You just don't want to do rolled. And I'm going to answer your question in just a moment about the sprouting the flower store well. It is very, very exciting. So you get the benefits of the good nutrition and digestion. You also get the instant gratification of your cookie fix or your muffin fix or whatever. So we're getting a thumbs up and I want to and not yet by, but soon, great. By the way, inside Traditional Cooking School, we have tutorials on sprouting grain, spelt, and einkorn. So a lot more information on this in Traditional Cooking School. You go to tradcookschool.com slash get started for more information on um, what all we cover more in depth with video tutorials and step-by-step -step inside Traditional Cooking School. Okay, so I want to get to Sue's question. It's very simple, and then I have some show and tell. If you, um, if you got my email this morning, I told you I was going to sh share with you a common household linen that makes transferring your sprouted berries from the dehydrator tray uh, to storage just simply a breeze. So I'm going to show and tell that in just a moment. But to answer Sue's question, the first part of which was... Um, how long do they last and what's the best way to store them? I'm going to cover them kind of both together. Well, here's the thing. The process of sprouting converts the oil and the berries. Um, it's, it's, you know, sprouting is like trans, um, it's like starting the process of growing a plant. So it's this chemical biological process. And what it does is it converts the oil in the berries, making it, um, well, less susceptible to rancidity and more shelf storage, shelf stable. So in fact, sprouted berries are more shelf stable than you know just your bag of wheat or spelt or whatever you buy. Um, it, it doesn't mean you, you, know, you can just throw caution to the wind and not take care with storing, but it is true that sprouted grains store better because the oil um, that, that has been converted and is not as susceptible to rancidity. So that's really, really good news. It's just simply less volatile. So sprouted grains are somewhat easier to store. So the berries themselves, that's where you take the whole wheat or the whole spelt or the whole einkorn berry, you sprout it and you dry it. So we're talking about them fully dried. You want to store them as airtight and cool as you can. So just like, well, I do, I pre-buy spelt or einkorn and I store them in uh, five-gallon buckets with mylar bags. You know, there's many, many ways to look at airtight, cool, dark storage. Mine in particular is food-grade five-gallon buckets, mylar bags, um, and then in the coolest, you know, part of our house as I can. And they will keep for years and years. So same thing with sprouted grains. You're, you're looking at even a little more shelf stable. So the same kind of storage situation that you would do for your whole grains, you're going to do for your sprouted grains. The flour, because you have these whole sprouted grains. So just like we say that it's best to uh, use 
as fresh as flour as possible in your baking. Same thing with sprouted flour. Preferably grind what you need or maybe a couple days or a week at a time, but any unneeded you would want to put in the fridge or the freezer. Same thing with your other fresh ground flour. Flour in general, whether sprouted or not, benefits from cool storage. When you break that berry with the grinder and you make it into a flour, you've just increased the surface area, you've exposed it to oxygen, and so if you don't keep it cool and dark like fridge or freezer, then you know oxidation and the things that are gonna set in with normal flour are gonna set in with sprouted flour. So, quick recap. Your whole sprouted berries you store like you would your other whole grains. Cool, dark, and airtight as possible. Your sprouted flour, you're gonna grind only what you need, preferably, but if you want to grind a little bit of head, then any excess you're going to store in the fridge or the freezer for a couple weeks at most. Okay, we all on the same page? You can give me a thumbs up. The hearts are still flowing. Thank you for that. Okay, I think we're on the same page. Um, so yes, and we're getting a yes in the comments. Great. So the last part of today's episode is show and tell here. So who here is part of traditional cooking school and already knows what this common household linen is that I use to take my sprouted dried berries from the trays I've dried them on and to get them off and then it also serves as a storage container. Does anybody know? Well, I will show you. Sometimes practicality wins out. Well, it is linen. Okay. <laughs> Is it, is it you, Lee, who got it? She says pillowcase. I think you're Lee. Lisa's saying pillowcase, you're right. So I don't know if this will fit in the screen, but here it is. This is Leanne, great. Okay, this is my pillowcase. And you see all this heavy right here? These are my sprouted einkorn berries. I'll get them out and show you. And by the way, if you are listening to this recording, the audio version, you will find a video of this at askwardy.tv, it's episode 17. So if you wanna see what I'm talking about, come and check out the video. So without dumping them out of my hands, here are my sprouted berries. Sprouted einkorn berries. They're so tiny. You see that? So that's what I use as a pillowcase. So I have the square dehydrator tray, the Excalibur, and you line it with, um, you can line it with parchment paper, or you can purchase their Paraflex sheets, but you're gonna spread all your sprouted, wet sprouted berries out in a single layer. And when they're dry, a pillowcase will actually, the tray will actually fit. You can lay the pillowcase on a table and you can kind of slide your tray in and then just dump. And then I just leave them in here and then I, how, depending on how many I have, it's getting a little bit low now, but I keep a supply of these and I do this and I put it inside a five gallon bucket where I have a gamma seal lid. And so it's, I don't, I don't worry about these being airtight unless I was going to do pounds and pounds and pounds of them, but I just keep a supply that we use regularly and I keep them in my uh, five gallon bucket. So how long do they take to sprout? Oh, they take about 24 hours or so. I mean, it really depends on how wet they are, how big they are, and how efficient your dehydrator is. And I have the Excalibur, which is a cube dehydrator, but you can do this on your round Nesco's or whatever dehydrator. If you have an oven that does a very low temperature, you can dry them in the oven. I have 
instructions about all of this inside traditional cooking school. So if you're a member, check it out. You'd want to look at the fundamentals e-course or the Einkorn baking e-course. Um, or of course, you can pop on by our members group on Facebook to ask more questions. And if you're not a member of traditional cooking school, here is your invitation because we have video tutorials about this and so much more inside. The information is at tradcookschool.com slash get started. Any other questions? Because I have a couple more minutes here before we wrap up. Uh, maybe you guys could tell me some things. I'll watch for questions, but also why don't you let me know um, whether this interests you or not. Okay, I don't know if I can catch these all at once. How much does a nine tray Excalibur yield? I don't remember. I do have details inside our classes about that. Um, other grains besides wheat? Certainly. Spelt, rye, oats. Einkorn, Kamut, I've done them all. So you just, you'd want to make sure it's whole. It's not cracked or rolled because those won't sprout. It has to be the berry that actually could be planted in the soil to grow a plant. That's what's going to sprout. So if it's been broken, it won't. All right. Well, thank you everyone for being here. Just as a quick wrap up, thank you for being here, whether it's live or the replay. This will be up within 24 hours at askwardy.tv. You'd want to look for episode 17. And also be sure to check out uh, the free traditional cooking video series I told you about. That's at tradcookschool.com slash free vids. So if you want to learn more about traditional cooking, um, that's a great introduction to it. Um, and just thank you for being here. I really, really appreciate it. It's fantastic to visit with you. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. God bless you and talk to you again soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me at TradCookSchool with your question and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to Wardy at AskWardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to AskWardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at TradCookSchool on the Periscope app or go to periscope.tv slash TradCookSchool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.